Your mom called me a couple nights ago, and she's like, are you with Colton? I said, no. She goes, good. She goes, wait, are you Colton? <laughs> she called you. Yeah. <laughs> I No, this is, you're talking to your, 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 your other son. Yeah. Oh, Colton, Colton's a big fucking dweeb, isn't he? I said, whoa, mom, watch the language. Sorry, it's, it's better Colton. She still can't tell that you're not related to her? That's a mess. She's like, I think I gave birth to you. Oh, I don't. I, some Early? Weird, some weird psychosis. When this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. That's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> That's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. And we're live. Maybe. Can't hear anything over the air conditioner. See, you fucked up my mic. That's cool. The air conditioner's off. What? The air conditioner is off. Well, that's why you fucking you loosened it up. Did I? I didn't touch your mic. <laughs> fucking. I didn't say I didn't touch your mic. <sighs> I very obviously touched. I moved it back, but I did it whilst unloosening it. I or get, loosening it. I Unloosening get nervous when be. I'm touching other people's things and I tend to twist. Like the dance? Yeah. Yeah. And also the non-dance. Oh, you do both? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's hard to do it simultaneously, but I do. Let's do the twist. Yeah, and you're, st- yeah, unscrewing shit. <laughs> I nervously unscrew things. Yeah, with one hand and then screw things with the other. And then do a little it's dance like the opposite. with my feet. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of that. It's my tick. I think it's called homosexuality. Oh, no. I don't think that's what it's called. <laughs> I've heard that's what it's called, actually. I've been talking to the experts. I had a dinner, actually, a couple nights ago with the experts. Of homosexuality? Oh, just the, the, the ones the news talk to. Just in just general experts? Yeah, experts. Yeah. Did you ask them what there's they a were dis- there's experts a, about? There's a Discord you can join. That I can join? or that a- just- If you know somebody. If oh. you know an expert, if they... And you're in it. If they invite you, uh, you can join. I'm not able to contribute anything. I'm only able to host uh, dinner parties. And uh, Bill Gates was over at my house. William Fago Gates for the, the close friends of Bill Gates. Is hosting a dinner party like a channel in a Discord? Or like you can actually host a, an actual dinner party? Well, the only channel I know is channeling energy. Okay. But yeah, it's a separate channel also. For the, I just I just figured out I just astrally learned <laughs> the I other version it, of channel. Yeah, the astral seal has reached out to you. Yeah, they were talking to me. And I was talking about that condition you have, and Bill Gates said, "Well, it's," he said, "It takes about seven COVID vaccines and about three boosters, but <laughs> you too can replicate that. You can create it in people." And he, said, and he said it's called homosexuality. He said that sounds like homosexuality. Yeah. I'm very familiar. Yeah. He said, I've fucked enough boys to know that sounds a lot like my personal case of homosexuality. <laughs> I said, Bill, I think it's time for you to leave. You're kind of turning me on. <laughs> I don't like that. And he left. He flew away, was actually. He, the, was, he took off. He, did, f- he, had a, he, had the, he has the first wingsuit that you don't deploy whilst falling down. He, he has, has a wingsuit that you can you just can do a standing with. takeoff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And he won't share that with the world. No, he said it's. Uh, he said he wants to have it in Minecraft first before he puts it in. That is in Minecraft. No, not the font, not the from the ground one. Yeah, it is. Oh. <laughs> okay. You must be. You must be playing some, with some fucking mods. No, I was because William, as I've learned to call him, both intimately, 
And casually. And businessly. Okay, business casually. Yeah. Really, it's just a sweatpants, no shirt, and a tie. Is what he... And it's, it's whatever. Sweatpants, no shirt, and a tie. That's what he says, Microsoft, you are forced to wear on uh, business casual Fridays. The problem and the thing that I hate is I can visualize it on Bill Gates so well. Yeah, now you see why I got him to leave. He was getting me a little too hot and bothered. So, Bill, you gotta... You gotta get that tie. I don't like how my body is feeling by imagining that. Bill, you gotta take that tie off and wrap it around my cock. Is and I was like, no, Bill, here? okay, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta fight these demons alone. You gotta get out of here before something even gayer happens. <laughs> and he winks, and then he takes off. <laughs> he flew, he flew right into a window. <laughs> is it like a, like an airplane turbine where it was just spinning way too fast, or was it one of the really slow moving? Bill Gates has a cell phone strapped to his chest. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have a a ring doorbell set up at my house for that cell phone. And I watched him take off, fly to Grand Meadow, and hit one of those huge metal windmills. The wind turbines. Yeah. (laughs) Like a migratory bird, William (laughs) Fungo Gates exploded into the wind turbine. Do you still have the ring thing going, or did it like wreck the cell phone? It it it's gave me a, like a disconnected thing. But so you yeah, and you haven't heard from him since. No, but I expect to. What if he's not doing well? The problem is him and <laughs> I don't I don't know how well he took the. Tur- I mean, the turbine collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> he hit it really fast. There's no speed control on those things. He, just, he hit it like a bug flying into a windshield. Yeah, but hopefully it was like the B movie, and it's the Chris Rock bug. That was okay. <laughs> but the problem is Melinda has convinced me before that she was uh, Bill Gates because they look she looks so masculine, which is funny because Bill Gates looks very feminine. So I know, I'm not sure which one actually looks more of the opposite sex. Okay. But they, I've never seen Bill and Melinda in the same room. No, neither have they. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other Bill Gates stories that you have? I'm just trying to think who else was at the expert meeting. Okay. Jeff Bezos was there for... He left early. I was pretty pissed. Was he busy with something? or Did he also take off? No, he said he might sell the company and work at a warehouse. An Amazon warehouse. He said he's tired of being rich. Oh. I said, Jeff, that doesn't sound like a good idea. And you said, hey, you want to... You can, like, donate all your money to a good cause. And he said, well, no, not that, though. I think I'm going to donate it to this shitty podcast I found. <laughs> and I got a little... He, like, there was a little twinkle in his eye. Like, he might know. And then he was talking about someone else? Yeah. Pigu, actually, is what he mentioned. I said, oh, God. You want to do a Pigu shout-out? Yeah, Pigu. Uh, two episodes. Oh, fuck. I wonder if we can find it. We can do a little look. I, I'll do it for Jeff. So he knows where to send his billions of dollars. Yeah. Let's see. Pigu. Pigu's Mental Farts is the title of the pod, and it's published by Pigu or Pigu, because it's spelt like the mathematical word Pi. P I space G U. Correct. We can put it in the link in the show notes. Great. The ah, oh, this might explain why it was so bad. There's four subscribers. Uh, there's one out of five rating, and I think the one review is by me. <laughs> <laughs> and the description of the podcast is life issues discussed by drunkards. And the last episode was published March 24th, 2018. And the average episode is 40 minutes long. And it's one of the worst things I have ever heard. But that's... I. Jeff likes it, apparently. I don't get it. 
I can't I can't place it. I I don't know. Was Elon Musk at the expert meeting? After the last one, he didn't get invited to this one. What did he do at the last one? Uh, he he said he's he's trying to really embrace his last name, and he covered himself in just a bunch of dung. <laughs> he said, this is my mosque. And he said it, like, with autistic spacing between the words. Because he's socially inept from time to time. Yeah. Especially at an expert party. He, can, he gets yeah. a little nervous, and he does a little bit of a twist. That made Bill Gates cry. <laughs> <laughs> Bill would walk out, and Elon felt bad, and he... It's like I'm gonna go extort more South Africans, and he left. And then he never. He walked. He see him actually, like he doesn't have one of those suits. He didn't. Does he drive like a Tesla or? Well, he got, he went out to get chauffeured by a self-driving Tesla and it hit him. <laughs> oh, it sounds like everyone that left the expert meeting ever is in pain. Jeff Bezos is fine. Okay. I shined his head with car wax. <laughs> He's really happy about. Well, that. everyone was standing around in a circle. Yeah, chanting. <laughs> What were they chanting? Bill, 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 <laughs> Bill Nye was there. Those are the four experts. Those Bill are Nye. usually the four. Bill Nye was there, and they were chanting for Bill while they watching you wax Jeff Bezos. Well, just to, in honor of his show. Okay. Yeah, everybody wants to go back to when Bill Nye was a science guy. That's just kind of what everyone does at the meetings. Is they they constantly just every once in a while people will start chanting for Bill. Yeah, people have really good ideas like. I would say that's 15% of what the meetings are composed of. Okay. And then the other uh, 85% are people just chanting and reminiscing about the Bill Nye's show. They're like, it's really weird. They're like, I have this really good idea, but who could host it? It's a TV show idea. Who could host it? And they go, Bill, 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 Bill. The problem is both Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos wish they had bigger media platforms to where they could put the show back on. Yeah. And they don't. Right. Jeff Bezos was thinking it'd, it'd work in a column in the Washington Post. He could also put it on Amazon he doesn't know TV. What that, no, he refuses to acknowledge it. I he's guess really, he's selling he, the company. Yeah, he's really trying to... He doesn't like Amazon ...become at all? detached. No, he said it was a shitty idea. Okay. It made me a lot of money, but I hate it. He thinks working at the warehouse is where it's at. Because he really likes... He, he specifically made the conditions for something that is a job that he would want to have. Yeah. He's like, hey, you might... I think you should run these. He's like, that's what he's been doing ever since. Like, I just want to be in the warehouse, closing boxes, labeling shit wrong. Okay, so this is this is really important. So it's Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Bill Nye, the science previous, the ex science guy. Yeah, he still knows a lot of science, but he's not a science guy anymore. Well, he's not. He doesn't know a lot of science. He, TV makes you think he knows a lot of science. He's an actor. Okay, but you he's the he, best actor of scientists. So he's actually pretty dumb, or what? He's an expert at acting. Oh, okay, so that's how he's in it. Yeah. That's um, how Bill Gates is so good, you know, that's how he's able to lie to it millions And of those people. are the four that are, like, always at these things? Usually. Except Elon now, I guess, hasn't shown up, but is there anyone else that are, like, kind of at them sometimes? Like, you'll see them every once in a while? Uh, there's Alan Dershowitz. The lawyer? Yeah, the King Jew, as okay. we, we call him. It's, like, not in a anti-Semitic not way, me. but, I'm like, not in I'm involved a... in this. You're talking about, like, the group of experts that you're in. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, yeah. Everybody, yeah. Because Bill Gates usually has a lot of uh, hit or miss. They're usually miss because Alan Dershowitz is such a good lawyer. Pedophilia and child trafficking allegations. Okay. Which he then... Uh, and I don't even hear about them normally. That's how good he is. Yeah. But at the meetings, that they, they, they make Bill Gates a little, little, little sweaty and nervous. Oh, and then he we gets feed... uncomfortable by it. He's not even like calm. Yeah. Like, well, we here's f- another pedophile case. Well, he, he used to. And then... After learning how good Alan Dershowitz is, uh, 
especially after we feed him live rats. He's really good at being a defense attorney. So that's <laughs> that's the trick. If you want your attorney to work really hard for you, try out the live rat thing. How did you do attorneys thing? Do attorneys like live rats? Apparently, or Alan does. We've never we've never had a second lawyer present. He's because he, he's good. So enough, he's our archetypal. Lawyer. Yeah, he's like how we're forming terribly wrong stereotypes on all lawyers. Okay. By using Alan Dershowitz, it's as like the he's template. got these weird, weird uh, intricacies and fetishes. So all lawyers must. Yeah, we think if like this is the best one, everybody else must try to be like him. There's no way before every trial, every defense attorney's not eating a live rat. Yeah, if they're like, "Hey, I got to go to the bathroom," assume that's what your defense attorney is doing. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So my question was, how did you end up in the group of experts? I just mistakenly got a Discord invite and the rest was history. So they were like trying to send the Discord invite to Elon or something like that. And then they accidentally sent it to you because your phone number is so similar. Well, they said they were wondering if John Fitch was still alive. Oh, they were trying to send it to John Fitch. Yeah, they, they said, you know what we're missing you. is a steamboat expert. The man from like the 1800s. 1730 was probably his birthday. <laughs> There's birth year. <laughs> I wonder if John Fitch was still alive. Yeah. The, the esteemed steamboat expert. Yeah. And we can get him in the Discord. Yeah. And then you join and they're like, well, that's not John Fitch, but I guess he can stay. They, they're too old to like know how to kick you out or what? Well, they said that's kind of John Fitch because my, both my middle names are John, John. They're like, maybe if we groom you you can become as good as John. And then Bill, Bill Gates said, like, I think I recognize him. He was the boat driver for the, you know, Epstein Child Island thing. Oh. And that, that there was some nepotism, I think, that was involved. Okay. Because Bill Gates so knew like, me. this is a good guy. Yeah. We can have him here. And then what, you're, so you have gotten stuck with hosting the parties? Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> I you guess. know how many live rats I have to have? <laughs> do, you, do you have to pay for it or do they pitch in? I fucking foot the bill every time. <laughs> What? It's like a cumulative five hundred billion dollar net worth. Half a trillion dollars in yeah. that house, and you have to pay for it. He installs granite. He's got to be doing well. <laughs> they see it like the government does. Oh, he's working forty five hours a you know hours a week, five hours of overtime. The business must be doing well. He must be doing well. I bet he's got a lot of money. Yep. <laughs> this guy nets under sixty thousand dollars a year. I bet he can afford it. Yeah. You know how long it takes me to make $60,000? Just did. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Elon blinks. Elon talks, he tweets about some obscure cryptocurrency, and it goes up by like a billion. He goes, I just made $60,000 right now from just owning Twitter. Yeah, that's it. He might not actually buy Twitter. He already has. No, because there's, I think Twitter said to him, at least this is what he said, the meaning. That the, when was the, so? When was the last time he was at a meeting? Because he wasn't at the last one. Fifteen days ago. How often do you have these? Weekly. Okay. But when he went to buy it, Twitter told him that five percent or less, or like five percent maximum, were fake accounts. And then he just found out that like fifteen percent, I think, are fake accounts. Oh. Ten to fifteen, something like that. So he decided not to buy it. I think he's going to change the offer up. Maybe. Okay. Why have they announced that he bought it then? He made, an, he made an offer him? for it. That's why they announced it. Of like, he's attempting to buy Twitter. Okay. Weird. I guess I must have misread, misread that. I think you misheard me. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so you just have these meetings at your farm or do you get... Yeah, no, the, no, the, they have to be... Yeah, I can't have them anywhere else. 
Okay, because they would make you pay for the tickets No, there's like stuff. an occultish setup that I have at the bottom of the silo. I had to fucking pour a concrete floor on the bottom of the silo, which is like, that's annoying. So you can't back a truck down there, so you have to do it with bags of concrete. That cost me a lot of money. Yeah, there's a small lift to go down to the bottom of the silo, which is stupid because you don't need it. Because it's only like three, four feet. And I said, well, you could just do stairs. And he said, no, you can afford a lift. It's like, <laughs> God. I like how they're not willing to give you any money no. to help out either. I had to air condition the whole fucking thing. I said, it's a silo. It's not how these work. I said, we'll make it work. A silo doesn't seem like that much room. It's not. To have a party. Especially for the amount of live rats we have to feed Ellen Dershowitz. <laughs> so you didn't even like build an extension onto it underground or anything like that? It's just like a 10 foot round silo? No, there's some weird uh, cylindrical object fetish that... I think most of the experts have. <laughs> okay. I don't know if how we got to the setting or the location of these meetings and then Bill Gates started getting really, you know, gay. Then I'm not sure if that's... There's a there's a wildebeest in your apartment. I think that's how we got shoehorned back into the homosexuality topic that we were talking about. Is it because... Did you get it? I don't think so. Is it because the silo is shaped like a giant penis? Yeah. Okay. That's what he said, at least. I don't know if he goes, you a, see I don't. The, he said it's also up to interpretation. He said you see... When I said, Bill, That's. I don't think that's up to interpretation. <laughs> that sounds pretty objectively gay. You see the silo? That's what it looks like in my pants. Yeah. He said, Bill, that's... You gotta leave. <laughs> and he takes off through the little grain chute. He swoinks oh, out, out of it. the top? Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, what? Then why'd you... What, what's the lift for? <laughs> yeah, why did I have to buy a $50,000 lift? No, the fucking lift is so stupid. <laughs> You can't, you have so much room on your farm, and you have to do it. We in have the to have it in the silo. confined, hot, humid silo. Well, it was hot and humid before. I had to install air conditioning <laughs> and lights and, that's and the, everything. The vent for that—that's what Bill Gates swings out of. The you know, because when I was imagining this originally, I was kind of imagining this like in your house, or maybe you cleared out a space in the barn. But if everyone's standing, no wonder everyone's standing in a circle while you're waxing Jeff Bezos' head is because there's no room to be anywhere else. It's just five stools. <laughs> it's so strange to me how do i get invited to this you have to invite me because you said as long as i know one of the experts i'm not an expert so one of them has to invite you're not me. considered an expert you're in the expert discord no i'm the peon that they that just feeds them <laughs> weekly how much does this cost you a week not including like the extra construction stuff that you had to do on the silo okay just just in live rats it's about five figures Jesus, Alan. <laughs> but he doesn't go every week, right? No, but well, I should say live rat because I have to track down currently. It's, there's a whole bunch of constraints, and if I don't currently every week kidnap the largest living rat, Alan Dershowitz gets very mad. How do you? Uh, that's is that why it costs so much? Yeah, because you have to like fly around the country. Well, usually the person that has the biggest rat has a whole fucking farm of big rats. So I'm pretty a regular customer of that guy, and he's got me in the fucking you know palm of his hand. <laughs> he can charge whatever he wants. Yeah, because you're like, I literally need this rat. I have to spend a fucking fifth of my income this year on buying this rat weekly. I really got to stop. I I can't stop applying for credit cards. I just. 
Oh, that's I how lie you about my it, income. You just keep getting enough credit cards. Yeah, I have to lie about my income, so I get like a you know two hundred thousand dollar credit limit. They're like, "What's your income?" And you go, "I hang out with Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk on the daily." Yeah, you I think s- I can't afford this. I'll, I'll physically mail them a copy of a Polaroid that was taken. You just f- sign up for a black card, which you have to pay like a thousand dollars a year or whatever, and there's yeah. no limit. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I don't know. The problem is too is that the silo stinks. Why? I dumped like a bucket of like because of Elon Musk. Yes. Well, before he even stunk, before he got into the whole animal scat thing. Because this is recent. Yeah, but there's about two times, and then like two and a half, three years ago, where I dumped like chicken droppings down there after you clean the, the chicken coop. Yeah. I'm like, we're not gonna use this for anything, and then somehow the concrete doesn't mask the smell of the chicken droppings so that's always kind of present that's crazy because i would think it does You're, yeah i would think so too but because when i dumped that that body under a thing and then i dumped a bunch of concrete on it i can't smell that body at all it's like four feet thick of concrete yeah but you did force that person to drink uh a bunch of like cotton candy scented like oils that's true i did so i'm thinking that's what masks the smell of the decaying body okay. or decayed body Hopefully by now. I guess it's probably... Well, it's encased in concrete, so it's probably not decayed. <sighs> right? It would be fossilized. Yeah, you're probably right. Mummified. Yeah, that's a better word I for guess it. it does smell like cotton candy when I walk over that slab of concrete. Until people start realizing that dead bodies smell way worse than cotton candy, I think you're okay. Or until people start thinking that dead bodies smell like cotton candy and then people stumble into the fucking, you know, where you buried that person. Luckily, you're the only person I've told about it. So. Yeah, which is funny because that's who you killed. It's you? <laughs> I've told you my plan. Yeah, and by the we've time talked this, about it in the pod. By the time this releases, 45,000 downloads an episode, I can kill myself and then you can bury me in your basement. After making you swallow a bunch of cotton candy scented oils. Yeah, that would probably kill me outright anyway. I wouldn't even have time to kill myself. <laughs> I'd just explode. It'll be better for me in the long run, though. Yeah, I think so. This is how far we'll go to min-max your, your income. Is I'm being the literal sacrificial lamb. Like, this, this gleep fucking exploded in cotton candy dust. I may not even have to bury you. If I'm not even involved in your death. Yeah, I don't think so. If you just drink cotton candy oil until you die, then I can't be implicated. Isn't cotton candy just sugar? Yes. Is that why it tastes so good? Yeah, yes. Nice. What makes it stringy, though? Or fluffy? I guess it's not really stringy. I think just because you spin it around so much. Like, breaks apart the crystals or something. Sugar, food coloring, salt, corn syrup. Oh, corn syrup. How do you even get syrup from corn? Do you tap it? I don't know. How is corn syrup made? Let's let's educate. You stick a spigot into it. It's produced by breaking down corn starch either by heating it with a dilute acid or by combining it with enzymes. How do you get corn starch? Corn starch is a product of corn, and then in brackets it says maize. Just by smashing the corn, or what? You you smash it into starch. I don't. Ingredients are weird. Acid hydrolysis. What starch is mixed with a weak solution of hydrochloric acid and then heated under pressure? Sugar is created by the heat in the hydrochloric acid breaking down the starch molecules. How come there's no potato syrup? Isn't potato a starch? Potato is 100% starch, isn't it? Do you think there is potato syrup? There's definitely potato syrup. It's just not good. That's why no one uses it. But potatoes are cheap. I guess corn is probably cheaper from... Cheaper than potatoes. 
But like potatoes are also dirt cheap. Yeah, there is potato syrup. Huh. Potatoes are actually cheaper than dirt. You think? Yeah. That's also probably true. Dirt is very expensive. <laughs> so why? So dirt cheap doesn't even mean anything. Potato cheap is where it's at. It's potato cheap. Oh, ten pound bag of dirt makes. Oh, this isn't. This is a ten pound bag of worm castings. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh no, it's at the. Now at the Home Depot. God. Yeah, it says 10 pound bag concentrated. 10 pounds makes 40 pounds. It's organic approved earthworm castings. I don't know, but that's 20 bucks. And 10 pounds of potatoes is like five. <laughs> that's potato cheap. Yeah, that is potato cheap. I'm going to buy that because that's potato cheap. It's got a ring to it. Do you have anything you wanted to air to the listeners? Or if, on the side of caution? Uh, I don't want to air on the side of caution. Okay, good. But I suppose you mentioned Home Depot. If you wanted to sit here and listen to it, you've heard it before. Yeah. I could tell the my Home Depot story. Oh, no. that's a It's a timeless classic. It's pretty long. Do I have time to... Uh, can we take a pee break and then I can... Can I get back here? You want to take a pee break and get back before I start? Yes. Okay. I'll ear rape the listeners while you're gone. Yeah. Good thing the table's not a bad spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'll wait for him to get back. Uh, Why would you do that? Who put you on the planet? (laughs) I was trying to balance that bottle like a dolphin or a seal. Or a... Orca. Or a manatee. (sighs) A sea cow. A sea lion. Mm. Home Depot story. Okay. (laughs) Alright. Where to begin? Um, So in the spring of March, the spring of March of 1998, twas I born. Oh god. (laughs) no i was uh i don't remember how old i was but i was working at how can you not remember how old you were to harken back to a story we had or a conversation we had before the pod (laughs) i i was working at shopco and his brother pushed him off the couch or something like that down some steps that was like 20 years ago no 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 the couch oh yeah, yeah 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 i was working at shopco and then I was walking up a staircase at my mom's, and my brother jumped on my back, and I wasn't expecting that. And it's really hard to brace 150 pounds on a staircase while you're walking up it. And I stumbled down the stairs and uh, back into the wall that was right behind the staircase. There was like a door hinge right there, and he smacked the back of his head on the door hinge because I went back into it very fast. He went limp because of that, and then smacked down into my leg with his entire the weight, entire weight of his body and broke my leg. So I uh, move in with one of my friends, and I have a broken leg, 
I can't go to work at Shopco. Shopco closes because I'm not there. Yeah. Shopco as a nationwide company closes because I'm not there to save it. And because I had done too much damage eating all of their receipts. Correct. So my leg is no longer broken. I need a job. So I apply at a bunch of different places. You work at that cool tech place where you sit for the like uh, indoctrination or whatever, orientation. And then it was like eight hours long, and then you just never went back. That was a long time ago. I thought that was during the same time. No. Okay. That was when that was in 2016. No, 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 no. Yeah. It was 2017, because it was after you... you or, were... It was during the office. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring up that show. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, there that that's a whole different thing. Where okay. It's, it's pretty quick, though. It's I sat during the indoctrination, where they were telling us the history of the company... I was falling asleep because it was really boring, and then I never went back. <laughs> but I applied to a bunch of different places, and nowhere even called me back about anything. I have a pretty decent resume at this point. I've managed places. Multi- I've managed multiple places in the past. I don't know. But um, eventually, Home Depot calls me, and I, you know, I call them back, and... I go in for an interview, and the interview, you know what a standard interview looks like, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, where are you planning to be in five years? Yeah. Why do you want to work here? Whatever, you know? I was like, well, I need a job. Yeah. No, but uh, this interview was, I walked into the manager's office, the hiring manager's office. I sat down, and I applied to be a supervisor of the customer service. Because that's what I have experience in is customer service stuff, right? Correct. And she said, uh, "We're you're going to be working in uh, curtains and blinds. I said, what? <laughs> so you're going to be working in curtains and blinds. I don't know anything about curtains and blinds, so that's fine. That was the interview, by the way. <laughs> I walked in and she said, you're going to be working in curtains and blinds. Okay, I guess I need a job, so I, I will work in curtains and blinds. Maybe if I work in curtains and blinds long enough, I can go to the customer service stuff. Whatever. So I start, uh, or I leave, and then I was told, you, you, well, I'll call you and we'll set up a, uh, what is it called? The, what he, The indoctrination or whatever. Yeah, where they like get you on a schedule, tell you what you need, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Kind of show you stuff. how to do the job and all that. Yeah. And I know there's a better word for it. I just can't think of it. Orientation? There it is. That's the word I just... Go on. (laughs) (laughs) The orientation. So I go home and I'm waiting like three weeks. I don't get a call from them. It's like, that's weird. So I call. I said, hey, can I talk to the hiring manager, the person that's supposed to set up the orientation? said, no, she's not here today. Okay. Uh, Do you know when she's going to be back? No. All right, fine. I'll call back in like two days. I hang up. I call back. And... Say, hey, is this person here today? Oh, she just went on lunch. Okay, how long is her lunch? It's like an hour? I don't know. (laughs) So fine. I'll call back in two hours. Then she'll be back from lunch, right? Mm -hmm. I call back in two hours. Hey, can I talk uh, to this person? Yeah, she went home for the day. (laughs) She was just on lunch. (laughs) What are you talking about? Fine. I call back like a week later i'm still waiting for them to set up my orientation it's been a month i call back a week after that and 
I said, hey, can I talk to this person? Oh, no, she just went on vacation for like a week and a half. I said, can I talk to the store manager, please? <laughs> Maybe if this person's not going to do it, I can have the store manager just set something up for me, right? Yeah. He's in charge of everything. Yeah, they should be able to figure something out. So I talked to the store manager. I said, hey, like a month ago, I got hired and I haven't heard anything about an orientation. And I was just wondering like, if uh, <laughs> when, when that's going to be. He goes, um, yeah, so this person is the hiring manager. She's in charge of all orientations and all that. So you're going to have to talk to her. Said, okay, can you have her call me? He said, yeah, I'll have her call you. I wait two weeks because she's on week, on vacation for a week and a half. Yeah. So I wait two weeks. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> I call back. I said, hey, is she there? No, she's not here. <laughs> I call back the next day. And they said, uh, she just, uh, or she's not coming in until later. I'll, I'll have her call you. I said, okay, she better call me. I hang up. She does call me. Nice. <laughs> Finally. It's been like a month and a half at this point <laughs> since I got hired. And I need a job because yeah. I don't have any money. And it already takes a month to get paid once you start a job. <laughs> so... I uh, talked to her and she said, hey, uh, our orientation is like a group orientation. So, you know, it's not like one on one. So like we just get people all together. She said, so the next orientation we're doing is next Friday, a week from now, like a week and a half almost from now. Great. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. Keep I'll take it. pushing off giving me money. Yeah, I guess I'll take it. So eventually I go into the orientation. It's supposed to be three of us. Two of them didn't show up, so nice. I'm by myself. Probably because they need money also, and they were too sick of fucking waiting. <laughs> Probably. So I show up by myself to a group orientation nice. where they refuse to have it on my schedule because we have to have it God. with other people. <laughs> we don't want to waste the hiring so manager's stupid. time. So I go to this orientation, and it's just me sitting in a room. I don't even know what the room is used for. Uh, and then the hiring manager walking me through a, like a PowerPoint of the company for four hours. It's like, great. This is awesome. And she keeps looking at me. You have any questions? No. <laughs> no, I can just finish No, I think this. I know how PowerPoints work. <laughs> just, I get it. Okay. If I, if I work here long enough and I get enough employee loyalty points, I can get a free watch. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> if I have a question, I'll ask. Right. Right. I'm the only one here. I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. It's fine. I'm an adult. I know when to ask questions. But after that, that's my shift for the day, right? I go home. I technically get paid for that. Fine, whatever. I need money. Uh, I go in the next day, and what I'm told to do is go back into that same room. There's a back part of that room that just has computers in it. I need to take some online video training, right? Like all the stereotypical safety videos and all of that stuff that's required for basically any store that has you lifting anything over 25 pounds yeah all the government like insurance yeah mandated exactly stuff. Yeah. so i sit there for eight hours watching that stuff i go home i'm told to come in at six o'clock the next day six o'clock in the morning nice and the store doesn't open until eight. Oh no <laughs> weird but i get there at six o'clock in the morning i am let in at six o'clock in the morning so it's not like i had to wait for the store to open but i go to I'm kind of walking around because I, I wasn't told what I was supposed to do. And I'm done with like the computer stuff, right? And so I ask the 
only person I could find with any semblance of power, which is like someone who is kind of working at the front end. I said, hey, what am I supposed to do? I was told to be here and I don't know what to do. She's like, I don't know. I wasn't told anything. Okay, can you talk to someone? Can you figure it out? Yeah, I don't want to just stand here. You know, it's boring. Yeah, I could have waited to come in two hours later or whatever when the manager is supposed to. I don't know. Yeah, she said, uh, yeah, go go into the back room and go on the computer and check to see if there's any stuff you need to do. I was like, there's not, but fine, I can do that. She says, while you're doing that, I'll figure out what, what you are actually supposed to be doing. So great. So I go back, I check. There's nothing else I need to do on the computer. I go back up, I talk to her. She goes, um, the manager is supposed to come in at 9. I said, okay, and what am I supposed to do until 9? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh i don't know you just gotta do something okay oh i forgot the the day before when i was doing like the the videos on the thing it was uh memorial day or labor day it was one of those two i don't know the difference ever and the manager of the store was cooking uh hot dogs and hamburgers on the grill outside and i spent half of my day in the break room just eating hamburgers that he was putting on the grill but it's so it's like maybe 6 30 now and i still don't know what i'm supposed to be doing so i just go and i sit in the like I, I go and i sit in the bathroom and i just go poop for a little bit i'm like i'll sit in here for 20 minutes no one even knows that i work here mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter what yeah, i'm yeah they're doing. not going to be like oh where's colton yeah exactly i said you know what screw it if i have nothing else to do until nine o'clock i'm just gonna go find like i'm just gonna go eat or something so i clock out for my lunch it's an hour lunch break huh and then i leave <laughs> And uh, during my lunch break, I literally went to every other business in that little strip mall. And I uh, I walked in and I said, are you guys hiring? Yeah. Can I apply? <laughs> I don't want to work at Home Depot yeah. anymore. And then I drove past a Spectrum. They had a sign on it that's like, text this number to apply or whatever. I, I, I texted like, apply to the number. And I immediately got a message back that said, hey, we can do an interview today. It's at like noon. I said, okay, I'm on my lunch break. I'm supposed to work until like four. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to not go back to Home Depot. I'm going to do the interview at noon. Yeah. I'm literally going to put all of my eggs in this basket. (laughs) Yeah, let's hard commit to this. So I didn't go back to Home Depot. I like how you were able to see a well enough example of how well that Home Depot was managed to where you're like, even if you weren't, like you didn't find a good... uh, fallback you're like oh i don't want to i I, I actually really need a job right now and this is not gonna be yeah this isn't even this won't cut it i'd rather starve than work at home depot (laughs) so i uh i was like okay you know what i'm gonna take this interview whatever so i I was like yeah sure that works That, that said okay we'll send you i'll send you an email this is like the hiring manager they have their own department for this at spectrum yeah they said i'll send you an email with what you need to bring to the interview and all that stuff, like all the important stuff for the interview. So great. So I'm sitting in my car and 11.30 rolls around. I haven't gotten the email. I said, if I were to get it right now, I still would have time to like go home and, you know, print something off if I need to or do whatever I need to and make it back on time. Yeah. 11.55 rolls around, still haven't gotten the email. I was like, okay, well, I need to go inside now for the interview. I go inside for the interview and they say... Uh, I said, I'm here for the interview. They said, uh, this is the wrong spectrum. I said, this is the one I applied at. 
this is the one that I was told this is the spectrum I need to do the interview at. They're like, no, it's the one on the other side of town. Okay. Not a good initial start from like you already being annoyed with how well the Home Depot is managed to then experience that. <laughs> right? You're like, is it just me? What's going on? Why I said, was, can nobody you, know how to run shit? I said, if, if I drive to the one on the other side of town, I'm going to be late for the interview. Can you like call the manager over there and tell them I'm going to be late because I came here? Said, yeah, I can do that. Great. Cool. I go over there. I was like, I'm here for the interview. It goes, yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone always goes to the wrong one, so it's okay. It's like, good. At least I'm not stupid. Yeah. And uh, he goes, yeah, the the, de- the hiring department's just, <laughs> just retarded. <laughs> but uh, I go into the interview, and he's like, you got your resume? I said, no. So, okay, do you have like this? Do you have that? I said, no. He's like, weren't you told to bring this stuff? I said, I was told I was going to get an email that I never got. Said, okay. And then my interview was basically just telling him what my resume was. And I got hired there. It's like, great, that works. Yeah. And then what was it, like five months after I started working at Spectrum, I got a call from the manager at Home I Depot. I think it was about to be like more accurate and legitimate. I think it was honestly about two full months. Okay, two full months. Yeah, like no joke, no hyperbolizing. I think it was two full months and you got a call from the manager. I, I didn't answer it because it wasn't a number that was in my phone. Yeah. and But I got a, I got a voice. Well, he doesn't show up until nine anyway, so it was hard to get that phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't work there long enough to get his phone number. Uh, but I get this voicemail. I'm like, that's weird. A lot of random numbers that call me don't leave a voicemail, right? Yeah. And so I listen to the voicemail, and it's the manager at Home Depot. He goes, hey, Colton, I know You know what's this. funny? Yeah. Because I think you can you can give your rendition of it, and I think, do you still have that Yeah, voicemail? no, I can, I can definitely okay, play cool. it. Okay, cool. Yeah. In fact, I'm just going to do that. Yeah. I'm just going to play it. <laughs> yeah. If I could, you know, I'll find it later. I'll just add it in post. No, it'd be better to play it live. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. Would it? Yeah, I think so. I think the people want to know. Oh, my God. Fine. I don't know which one it is. Well, we can cycle through them. You don't. You didn't add him to your contacts after that voicemail. No. He's gonna hate here in this episode. What is it? This. This one. Yeah, it's this one. I look, found at you, it. look at you learning. So this is this is the the voicemail I got two months after I left Home Depot and never came back. I have a message for Colton. Colton, this is Alex. One of the assistant managers of Rochester Home Depot. I uh, just called to see. Uh, we just we had uh, we're scheduled on the schedule today and actually yesterday, I believe. And uh, you're not here, and we're here yesterday. And just seeing if there's anything up or anything we can help with. Uh, just if you can give us a call, just let us know what's happening. Uh, appreciate it, Colton. So it took them two months to realize. Two months of them apparently scheduling me. The saddest thing in that that really still fucks with me is that he says, "I appreciate you, Colton." And I, I think there's an actual desperate, weird meaning behind that of like, everybody here sucks. You have a lot of retail experience. Please come back. <laughs> I think that's that's what speaks to me when he says, I appreciate you, Colton. is just trying to inch out. Maybe if I say this, he'll return my calls. You should call him back. Right now? Yeah. <laughs> no. I think it'd be fucking hilarious. I'm not gonna. There's no way he even remembers. That was like four years ago. He's, you're definitely like the one that got away for this guy of subordinates he could have had. That was the assistant manager, too. Yeah. Poor guy. That was the guy that was supposed to be in charge of me. Da-na-na-na-na. 
I talked to him once. Was There's he the no guy that way made burgers? you can remember. No, that was okay. the actual, was the actual store actual, manager. Okay, yeah, he was pretty cool, actually. Huh, man. Then Tony do uh, Tony Stewart fucking hit that guy. <laughs> he drove the Home Depot NASCAR, and then on some like New York race. I'm not sure if he killed somebody. I will look this up because Tony Stewart, uh, fake, fake name, <laughs> Ricky Bobby esque first name. Tony. That was kind of the start of cancel culture and everything. Like, whoa, Tony Stewart killed a guy? <laughs> I don't think he died, but he did hit somebody. Let's see. Oh, yeah, he killed somebody. NASCAR's Tony Stewart kills driver on New York track. That was in 2014. And uh, he's, I'm pretty sure he's still doing stuff. He didn't get in that much trouble for that? There was a wrongful death lawsuit that was settled. In his favor? Oh, uh, not in Tony's favor. Okay. But yeah, and the guy that it's still not worth dying for, but... Yeah, I would sue the shit out of a NASCAR. A professional NASCAR driver then smokes like Did he serve any or time or what? He was not charged in the incident. He missed three races. That's pretty pretty sad. <laughs> and then he retired in twenty sixteen. So he killed somebody and it didn't affect him at all. His career. Well, life. he said in the court that he didn't see him on the track. So that well, if he was racing NASCAR, I don't think you have to look for people. Less than two months after the incident, the Ontario County District's attorney stated that Ward had enough marijuana in his system that would potentially impair judgment. And that's the guy that... So Tony Stewart killed a stoner. And that's why he is a true American and got away with it. <laughs> okay, all... so you killed someone who was doing something at the time was illegal. Oh, uh, I think he... Yeah, Tony Stewart killed a criminal. A felon, <laughs> even. You did the law a favor. Yeah, that guy could have killed a lot more people if he was high as shit, <laughs> driving little little NASCARs, little dirt track cars. His inner Nixon is coming out? Yeah. No drugs! All New Yorkers I know are stoned drivers, or whatever. All the Irishmen I know are angry drunks. Yeah, there we go. What do you think Tony Stewart's middle name is? John. It's Wayne. John Wayne? Yeah, Anthony. Oh, it's Anthony, not even Tony. What are you fucking Italians? <laughs> Come on. Go back to your country and eat your ciabatta. Yeah. I'm ciabatta. Break your face if you don't stop saying that. That's pretty good. <laughs> I just want to know. I want to. Where's the Where's the uh, personal life section of Tony Stewart's? I guess nobody cares that watches NASCAR. But that sounds like a good movie. I'd watch that. Uh, the personal uh, life of Tony Stewart. In 2007, Stewart appeared in a commercial for Subway with their spokesman, Jared Fogle. Oh my god, Tony Stewart's a pedophile. I wonder if we can find that on YouTube. <laughs> I say we get Jared on the pod. How? Conjugal visit. <laughs> oh no. You can do that. I don't want okay. to. You've got experience with Bill Gates. I'll gladly do that. It means listeners are happy. I'll do anything for the listeners. I call them the glisteners off air. <laughs> do you? Yeah, because they shine. I've literally never heard that before. Not to you. But I like it. Tony Stewart here. Everyone knows Subway restaurants for tasty low-fat subs. Like the six-inch Subway Club. Make it a foot long, and it's still less than half the fat of a McDonald's Big Mac. But the big surprise? It has twice the meat. Fills me up without slowing me down. Less fat. More meat. 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 Less fat. Less fat. Jared, you're never gonna go as fast as me. More meat. The delicious footlong Subway Club. Less than half the fat of a Big Mac. But twice the meat. Fills me up without slowing me down. Subway. Race hard. Eat fresh. Where you go? It's so funny listening to Subway commercials because if you 
if Jared Fogel is saying stuff in a subway commercial, it's super sexual. If you had a guess for the like the time period, when do you think that commercial was uh, posted on YouTube? Posted on YouTube? Yeah. 2013. It was posted eight days ago. What? <laughs> Why? I don't know. This is by a YouTube channel called NAS- NASCAR Classic Commercials. Uh, send it to me and I'll put it in the show notes so everyone can watch it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Was there another one? And then there was the same commercial was posted nine years ago. So 2013. Well, I'm saying like <laughs> the cool, the good version is posted eight. But I was ago. I was kind of right. Well, com- but literally wrong. <laughs> you know, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take the kind of right, but literally wrong. Where's the leak, ma'am? There we go. I need to have a soundboard on my phone of just meme clips. I need a Noah Fitch soundboard. I need a two gleep soundboard is what I'm trying to get at. You need a two gleep soundboard. I think so. That's just all cryptosporidium you know from destroy all humans. You know what's funny is you can hear the anti-low-fat equals healthy thing, like the 90s sentiment in these 2000s commercials. Because yeah. it's like, the fat doesn't fucking matter. It's all processed garbage. There's a 2002 Subway commercial with Jared Fogel. I know he was alive then. So what do you think of Subway's sweet onion chicken? <laughs> I didn't know he was alive then. Chicken teriyaki topped with a sweet onion sauce. One of Subway's fresh made tastes. There's also the tasty red wine vinaigrette club. This is good. Hard to believe it's just six grams of fat. Hard to believe you keep interrupting me. My point is only at Subway can you get a sandwich that tastes this good. And it has just six grams of fat. Thank you, whoever you are. You're welcome, whoever you are. Subway is fresh. I fucking. I, before even. The kid fucking, I can get past. <laughs> but the fact that Jared Fogel has to fucking, in, you know, interject that. In the fucking, everybody, you know, people are just having a good old time out in public, talking about how good the sandwich is, and cocksuck McFuckface back there has to go, <laughs> and just six grams of fat. <laughs> Beat the shit out of him. Fuck you, Jared. After the commercial cut, they noticed it was Jared and beat him to a bloody pulp. That guy got it. <laughs> it's clear that, the, that those guys don't want a pedophile butting into their conversation. <laughs> oh, God. This one's my favorite comment. I don't even have to look at all the, any of the other ones. This one. <laughs> this one just says Jared absolutely clowned that guy. <laughs> Good he lord. He got clowned. Man. Cause I always thought, I guess it's cause we were um this one says Jared what is this? Jared and then in in quotes molester Fogel Subway Inspiration commercial. And this is from the year two thousand. What is this? It's just a bunch of regular people that have lost bullshit amounts of weight that have no proof. What is the six grams of fat or less thing? (laughs) Fuck Subway. As a kid, this commercial really touches me. That's cool. Oh, Jared looks really bad in prison. He doesn't have any... It's like his forehead is growing... Just to the moon. Jared. How long ago was it that he got in trouble? I thought it was like a 2014 thing. But this one has Jared Fogle in court and he's in 2005. When did Jared touch children? It happened in 2015. Yeah. Okay. He only got 15 and a half years. Maybe you should be forced to eat Quiznos the rest I of I think his he life. only got 15 and a half years because he wasn't... I think there's like some technicality where he wasn't 
the one t- like directly doing it he was just kind of involved huh fucking jared because it was a whole thing right where he was selling like pictures and videos i think yeah at college or whatever he had like that's what he did at whatever it says indiana university let's figure it out this is a jared fogel podcast now oh no 2013 he had a net worth of 14 million dollars and now it's all gone hopefully the kid sex was worth it jared he probably ended up having to give most of that to his ex-wife I just want to, because I remember hearing a story once of somebody that I don't think was roommates, but lived on the same level of dorm or whatever with Jared. And they said he would just be fat as shit in his computer all day. And then he'd go to, he went to Subway because it was like close to where his dorm was. And then he'd (laughs) go back up and like fucking beat off like Jared. So it wasn't like a, I don't know what happened. I don't know how he got there, but like it was just convenient to eat. It was somehow convenient to be lazy and go to Subway. And he just happened to lose weight because he wasn't eating that much. Yeah, because he was way too into child porn. Because that was like the Wild West of the internet was like the early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. Like everything was legal. Mm, Jared. And Subway didn't do a background check on him at all? No, he's a good guy. I don't know. (laughs) He can be the the, the next (laughs) co-host after I die. (laughs) It's going to be me and Jared. Yeah. It's funny because since uh, Jared Fogle went to prison, Subway has been like, we're just not going to have anyone <laughs> endorse us. Two Gleeps of Fat or Less could be the, the title. I have to change the title of the podcast? Well, that would it would be more respectful. Two Gleeps of Fat or Less. Yeah. And then when Jared eats you. Oh, no. Because you're not 15 or younger. He eats anyone older than 15? He's going to come back with a vengeance. He's one of the experts. I lied. There is another one. He's going to come back with a vengeance. Anyone over 15. He's going to come on back with a vengeance with anyone under 15. Correct. Okay. Jared was one of the health experts before he got in trouble. Oh, he He was. was So you weren't in the. When did you join the meetings? Uh, How much debt do I have? (laughs) That's how you figure it out. Like $600,000. Two and a half years ago. Two years ago. (laughs) That doesn't add up. It's not like I'm not making money. It's just all going to. It's. It, I can counteract. It How much bit. did it cost to change the silo? That is confidential. We can do some math and figure it out. Okay, the electricity for powering the air conditioning. That is, I'm not allowed to turn it off, even though we only have meetings once a week. Oh. That's constantly going at a crisp sixty-two. <laughs> so that's not fun. It goes in the winter. Also, I don't know why they. They don't let you turn it off in the winter. I don't know why we have meetings there in the winter, but. They said 62 is still warmer than it is outside. Yeah, the snow's still going to melt. Fuck you, Bill. (laughs) Bill, leave. You make him leave every time. Fucking fly away. (laughs) Fly home, buddy. I work alone. I wish I worked alone. But we used to have him at Subway before Jared did the thing. Because he lived on Epstein's Island. Well, if you've been there for two and a half years, and Jared went to jail in 2015, then you were never... They used to, my bad. Okay. But they used to have him at Subway. The one by Wapi Sabi, that shitty Asian place. They, okay, so they they still did it in Rochester for some yeah, reason? I don't know why. Mayo Clinic. Jared's there's a big problem. <laughs> they thought his uh, child pornography addiction could be uh, irritable bowel syndrome. So that's why they were at the Mayo Clinic so much. But he was like the health expert. Okay, so if anyone wants to see where the experts used to have their meetings, it's in the subway next to the Wabi Sabi in Midtown Rochester. Southeast Rochester. Okay. Midtown would be like Mayo Clinic. Okay. That's, I thought it was downtown, but okay. 
Well, yeah, but like where else would Midtown would be like High V Barlow? What about Uptown? That'd be Funk. That would be Mayo Clinic, I think. Is Uptown? What? <laughs> what is Mayo Clinic is all of Rochester. Uptown might be North Side, but nothing's on the North Side. North Side's just the industrial part of Rochester, which then bleeds into the Mayo Clinic as you go further <laughs> south. It's really the worst city in the world. You'll figure it out if then you every, want, If you really want to see the, we'll experts. just link the address. We'll have the. F- That's where we're gonna have lunch for Gleep Con. Because we're going to land our balloons in the parking lot, and we're all going to have Subway. Not me, <laughs> but you guys can eat your soy bread and everything. All the processed shit. And I will. Jared turned. Jared started liking children because he started feeling effeminate because he thinks he's a mother from all the soy and filth that they stuffed the Subway sandwiches with. Really, Subway created Jared. I mean, that's every restaurant, right? But Subway especially. What was that? What was that supposed to be? Like a little kid trying to... Because I'm trying to reverse groom jared into wanting me if he thinks i'm six okay and if so i can't say you, you just did should i cut that out yeah i would okay yeah it would be a pass ep, ep, this ep, podcast is this podcast is for jared fogel only <laughs> <laughs> this is not anti-grooming this is normal grooming yeah i don't even know what that is we want you to be our child jared <laughs> that's what we're trying to can you can you reverse your kink so you want to pedophile Jared Fogle. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> really, every American should want that after what he did to children. <laughs> I'm so angry I at say Jared. we give the pedophiles a taste of their own medicine. I'm so mad at Jared that I want to take pictures of him naked. Yeah, I want to, I want to s- stuff his underwear in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> this is awful. That'll teach him a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Disrespect if Jared me. is forced to watch me have sex with a child, he'll be really pissed. <laughs> Fuck you, Jared. Bet you wish this was you. <laughs> your, oh, there's much simpler and easier ways to get back at Jared. But really, I think that would be the most painful for him. We could just borrow Bill. Bill would do it. Carte Blanche. He wouldn't care. Gates or Nye. Carte Blanche is not what the word I wanted to use. Um, Pro bono. Bill Nye sounds pretty cool, right? He's oh, a pretty cool guy. Yeah. But Bill, Bill Gates Nye, not the pedophile. Bill Gates is the problem. That's why yeah. he's always asked well, yeah. to leave. Yeah, yeah exactly. And he, always, Jeff- he always brings a kid, but says it's like, no, it's, she's actually a vampire. And you're like, Bill, <laughs> this isn't an anime. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is kind of cool, but he's always depressed, it sounds like. Yeah, he just brags about how shiny his head is. Elon Musk is just... Smelly. No, he was okay. He's just weird. He's yeah. just a weird man. He kept getting hit by his Tesla every time. It was really funny the first time. <laughs> but he doesn't understand that, like, like repetition almost, you know, like something, whatever. Familiarity breeds contempt. Yeah. To where, like, okay, Elon, every time you leave, you shatter your fucking humorous on the bumper of your, your Tesla <laughs> that's showing up to pick you up. It was really good the first time, but, like, you only have two, so- and... It sounds like Bill Nye's the only normal dude there. Yeah, that's the weird thing is he's barely human. What? Yeah. Explain. Um, he has uh, the Oscar Pistorius thing. Okay. But he doesn't he doesn't talk about it in the show. But if you look closely at uh, old tapes of the Bill Nye, you know, the Science Guy show. Yeah. You can see he bounces because his legs compress because they're just those metal things. Oscar Pistorius, for anyone who doesn't know, is the guy the Blade that has Runner no legs that and runs. Yeah, that we we talked about him kicking his wife's head off. Yeah, yeah. it's just no one knows who that is. <laughs> well, 
He's not well, relevant. What, it just at this happened. Point. What is it? Isn't it 2014? That was eight What's years ago. What's the year? Aren't we in 2014? 2017. Aren't we, aren't we sophomores in high school? No. I'm a hard I'm, more. I'm on the wrong pod if we're not 10th graders. <laughs> Two Gleeps, the best podcast with permanent 10th graders. That's like the, the sequel of a movie. It's like Two Gleeps, sophomore year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're 24 in the first one, and then we're fucking 10th graders in the second one. <laughs> We, do we go back? Guess and, who's going back to high school? Do we go back in time or do we pull like a 21 jump street? Oh, we jump street back. Okay. It'd be called 24 jump gleep. 24 jump gleep, senior year, sophomore year. Yeah. Senior That's too the obvious. full title, senior year, sophomore year. In, in one, senior year, in one semester, year. we go from 10th grade to graduating. <laughs> so it's a it's Billy like, Well, these foreign exchange kids are smart. It's a Billy Madison situation. Yeah, except we're way cooler. It's kind of hard to be cooler than Adam Sandler in a really small desk. It's really easy when we pee our pants as much as we do. (laughs) I thought it was cool. Once we go to the bathroom without needing the pass that the teachers are forced to give you, once we're able to lockpick the the bathroom door so we can vape. Ooh. Ooh. Does that mean I have to start vaping? Yeah. It's a requirement to be a cool kid. Maybe I can be a cool kid that is like, hey guys, I'm not going to vape, but I like that you guys do it. No, nobody likes a suck ass. Suck ass. <laughs> okay. <can> I... <laughs> is there any way else I could be a... What if I'm like a cool kid that is like, I am not going to vape and I don't fall for peer pressure because I'm a cool kid. You could vape uh, maple syrup. Vapel syrup? <laughs> yeah. Vapel syrup. <laughs> You want to start a company called Vapel Syrup? It's probably already out there. There's no way. You guys like to vape? We'll pour this fucking milk on your pancakes every morning. It'll be even better. <laughs> what is it? Is It's going to be just a thing. I want it to look like an old-timey pipe, right? Yeah, like a wooden pipe, yeah. Yeah, and like a tobacco pipe. But actually, it's a spigot. <laughs> But there's, it's built in such a way, because we got we can have the technology easily. Oh, like a tobacco pipe. I thought you were talking about, like, a pipe for plumbing. <laughs> no. I thought you were talking about, like, a six-foot metal pipe that you'd smoke syrup out of. But I'm glad you cleared that up, <laughs> that it was a tobacco pipe instead. Now that everybody's thinking on the, s- the same page. Are you done? Or <laughs> 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 do you want to keep bagging on me? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty Richard Dunn. Okay. Uh, D-U-N-N. So we have a pipe. For folks at home. It's like a tobacco pipe. Like the, yeah, for not plumbing. Not for plumbing. You could use it for plumbing, but it would be terrible. Okay. And it's built in such a way where it boils the syrup while it's in there. Ooh, yeah. And then you can kind of taste it as it's boiling. Yeah. That's, yeah. And then you can blow syrup bubbles. Yeah. That's what people do. Boiling hot syrup bubbles. That's what people do when they vape, right? Is blow bubbles. Yeah, they 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 do a Gandalf. That'd be ring. fun. That's what you, that's what we need is one of those bubble wand things, but instead of bubble juice, it's syrup. Because the in, the um, integrity of the bubble would be a lot better. Yeah, because of the viscosity of the. That'd syrup. be a really good thing to do at like a a pancake esque restaurant, like a panna cooking. Yeah, just have like the hot waitresses that run out, and they're like, "Hey, where's the syrup?" And then they pull out one of the syrup wands. <laughs> You're like, "Oh boy!" They go, "Happy, happy birthday!" Yeah. 
here's here's some syrup bubbles and they start waving it around it's going goes, yeah ah! it's going around the restaurant you're like holy shit fucking lights just <laughs> 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 what the fuck is going on it pops and just lands on everyone everywhere yeah the yeah they never goes. is yeah. so sticky yeah it's like the dirty bubble <laughs> It's burning hot. <laughs> People are like yeah. scalding. Yeah. It's part of the atmosphere. God, I just love coming here. Yeah, old people would hate it. Old people adore Panico Canal, but when it turns into like a rave club. Like, God damn it, who ordered the fucking pancakes? If you don't feel like you need to take a shower when you get home, you didn't have the right Panacookin experience. Yeah. If you're not covered in apricot syrup not only do you are not only are you sticky you taste awful and anytime anyone in the restaurant's like hey can i get more syrup on my pancakes they just wave the wand they do the thing again yeah because you can't oh you mean these (laughs) and they get it all over the walls you're like no my fucking pancakes not the wall because you can't have too much syrup on pancakes but you can have not enough yeah it's a buddy the elf thing because if there's too much it just pours off yeah that's fine. Yeah, then it, it soaks in a syrupy lagoon. What the, what they have, though, is they have just a bunch of bowls lying around the restaurant that will catch, like, as the, the bubbles pop. It'll, yeah. Sometimes it'll land in the bowls, and you can use that to pour it on your pancakes. Really, there should be fans to where it kind of localizes a zone of where most of the bubbles drop. Yeah, but they want the bubbles to kind of go around freely. So there's, like, a tubing system, kind of. Like a hamster town? Uh-huh. Nice. There's like a tubing system they have on the wall where the, the syrup will like drip into the tube and then go into a bowl. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Really, it'd just be easier if they didn't do the wand thing and it'd just be tubes. It'd be like a pneumatic syrup tube. Yeah, but they really like the wand. It'd thing. be funnier if it's every every table had a pneumatic tube like receive slot and then they'd send them from the kitchen, but then it would be like gelatinous cranberry cylinders of syrup that just plop down on your pancakes you're like what the fuck it's cold this isn't gonna help straight out of the freezer yeah who the fuck ordered this syrup that's that's what they have is they have syrup ice cubes for their drinks that sounds actually pretty good yeah i could get with that shit did you send the ice cubes in the pneumatic tube and they're just fucking boom 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 they're dinking <laughs> off of stuff smacking people in the face yeah it's like a crowd control system <laughs> Fuck, not the syrup cubes. When it's your birthday, they literally just take a bottle of syrup and dump it on your head. Yeah. They're like, do you want it hot, they have warm, or cold? They have like bikini syrup wrestling on Fridays <laughs> after hours, after the restaurant closes. It's actually just bikini wrestling, but there's so much syrup in the restaurant. Just naturally in the restaurant. It's impossible not to get covered in it. The water they put in like the rubber pool is just displaced by all the syrup that's in the air. When you walk into the restaurant, they actually make you take your shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then the floor lowers down into the the moat, this, like, restaurant moat (laughs) of sunken floor syrup that's always there. You can barely pick your foot up off the ground when you're walking. That's a way better design. Yeah, you're like, fuck, I'm stuck. Yeah, your socks are kind of pulling off almost. They're like, you're not allowed to go barefoot. Nope, 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 nope. You're not allowed. (laughs) That syrupy sock goes back in your fucking shoe when you leave, or else you have to pay double for the meal. The owner's really, really anal about that rule. Oh, you're like, oh, do you have a foot wash station for when we leave? No. Yeah. You can put... The, that foot's going to go in somebody's mouth if you can't clean it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I just want some eggs. I'm not even getting anything with syrup. Because I have a coffee. All our eggs have syrup on them. 
Can I have a, just a black coffee just plain? They're like, would you want syrup? Did you, say, no. did you say maple coffee? Like, fuck. Why do I keep going here every morning? <laughs> why, why, why is this I my routine? <laughs> yeah, why do I go to breakfast fuck. here before work? God, this is the worst way to start my day. It's part of waking up is syrup in your coffee. That commercial. <laughs> fuck Panagogan. <laughs> the Dutch are weird. Happy, happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Right when you said that, like, well, it's your birthday. It was just... When when are people gonna get slimed again? What was slime? I hope every person that's ever gotten slimed has some type of rare congenital disease. I don't know if Nickelodeon still does it. I don't think so. No, but I'm saying like, what was what did it, what was it made of? Probably was it health checked by the FDA? I think it's by like the experts. Water, flour, and like it is just goop, really. Yeah, and then coloring. Yeah. Thank God, slime was green and not red. Everybody <laughs> would have killer tits if it was red. All the Red 40. Red 40? Yeah. That's really, that's the second podcast we'll release. It's called Red 40? Yeah, it's just about anti-estrogenic compound podcast. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you want to host that one, I can kind of be here, but yeah. you can be like the dominant host. Yeah, or if I just get angry. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Here's how we do it. It's like me starting Fight Club, and instead of taking down the buildings that hold like records that talk about credit cards and stuff, it's just all the storage of food coloring. I'm not going to edit it, but we can just post it raw. That's fine. Yeah. I can, I, I'm willing to put our multiple tracks together and, you know, that way it sounds all right, but I'm not going to cut it down or anything. I felt a little attacked in the last pod that was released and it said Hamster History is probably going to be posted by the time we release this and thank fuck it's not. I almost didn't ever want to do it now. We've already disappointed the listeners by talking about it. It's, let's just forget about the more it. We, the more we bring it up, the more we have to do it. Cut it out then. No. It's not good. I refuse. I have refuse. And I do you refuse. You are refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dweeb. You better cut that out. Wrong. You want to play mental tic-tac-toe for it? We're going to tie, but... Sure. If you win, I'll cut it out. <laughs> okay. And no one's going to know what it is that I'm cutting out. I'm going to have to leave in the part that explains that I'm going to cut it out if I win. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But what happens if I win? I don't know. If I win, you have to you have to come in your pants. No, I can't. <laughs> Too late. Deal set. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> I think Bill Gates is rubbing off on you. Um, X. <laughs> Why are you rubbing your face so much? I have to visualize it. <laughs> I just don't want to do hamster history. They have to forget. If only it could be like the Holocaust and be easy to okay, forget. Here's, here's the deal. If, X top right. If you win, I'll cut it out. If I win, we're doing it for the next bonus episode. Oh, and fine. It, and if it's a tie, then I'll I'll just leave it in the podcast and it'll we'll do it at some point. Maybe. Fine. You said X top right. Yeah. So I'm gonna go O, top middle. X bottom left. Oh, middle. X bottom middle. Oh, bottom right. Doesn't matter. It's already... It's impossible. It's hard to draw. X, uh, middle right. Oh, top left. I win. Do you? Yeah. Do you do bottom right? Yeah. You do win. <laughs> yes! You did it. I'm so sick. Hamster I'm... history coming out Tuesday. Oh, no. I <laughs> Tuesday after this, this one I'm releases. too apathetic. Fuck. <laughs> You're probably you're probably gonna win now. All of them. Just, I'm never gonna never gonna draw. 
I did it. I did it, everyone. I won. Oh, God. Now I have only one more, and then we are officially tied. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't think I was ever going to win. This is a monumental day. No, I didn't even have a grasp of where the shit was on the board. <laughs> I thought it was just like, we're just done. Yes. Good job. I did it. I'm so excited. You can you can archive that one. Fucking hamster history. Ugh. It's not going to be fun. <laughs> You can do it. Since I edit, you can do the research on hamster history. (laughs) (laughs) Since you you won, I'll let you do the honors and do the research for hamster history. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't agree to that. You got punked. (laughs) Purposeful L. You got kicked. I just got kicked. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, God. How gleep are we into this episode? An hour 25. Is it book time? We can do some book time. Book time. Oh, it's too far away. Let's fix the mic here. Hey, remember that time you lost at Mental Tic-Tac-Toe? I'm over it. I hope I lose every game from now on. <laughs> Fuck it. At an exhibit of abstract art at the Jewish Museum in New York City, I was standing before a large blob of plastic. Two Jewish matrons came up. After a moment of silence, one turned to the other and said in a distressed tone, that's Jewish? What? It's the Jewish Museum of... It was the abstract art in the Jewish Museum. Yeah. I don't know what the Jewish Museum is. <laughs> the only Jewish Museum I can think of is the, that one with all the little kids' shoes. Oh. <laughs> you have an illustration if you want to use. I don't. <laughs> It's too hot. <laughs> I just don't want to do anything. Of an exhibit, yeah, that's the. the I, that's too hot to care. <laughs> of an exhibition of D. H. Lawrence's paintings, largely nudes. <laughs> Rebecca West once noted, "Mr. Lawrence has very pink friends." <laughs> I don't get that one. Either. I fucking hate this book. Just to clarify, Minnesota's almost always like 20 degrees, and right now it's like 45 out, and we're dying. Yes, Celsius. <laughs> 45 Celsius yeah. is like 140. Yeah. <laughs> She's a little steamy in Minnesota right now. This is this this is perfect. This is this is meta because this is how I feel. Okay. Man reading novel to wife. Me. If there's a hero in this book, he should kill the author. <laughs> That's the perfect way to end it. We yeah. can go die now. Yeah, we can go sweat to death in the driveway, as we do usually every weekend. <laughs> Me and Cole just lay in his driveway <laughs> and die. Yeah, we uh, we are become ants, destroyer of pants, seed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>